Hi, I'm Rosie, and you're listening to Taste Vampire, a podcast where I interview my friends and people cooler than me about the art that they make and the art that inspires them. Um, this week I interviewed um, Keith McHugh, who currently plays in FTS, as well as books some interesting shows around Philly. Um, without further ado, I'm just going to jump right into it. So here we go. Well, let's get into it. Um, so do you want to introduce yourself and say what you do musically, uh, I guess? I'm Keith McHugh, uh, Keith Richards McHugh, uh, from South Philadelphia. I play in punk rock band FTS. I book shows in South Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, so let's, let's start at the beginning. Um, you grew up in South Philly? Yeah, born and raised. So, like, I, as far, I, you know, I don't know you very well, but, um, mm-hmm. but, like, you, from what I vaguely do know is, like, you grew up, like, around punk as yeah. a kid, right? So, like, what was that, like, what was, like, your first sort of experiences with it and what were I like? mean, I think everyone's first experience with punk is listening to the Ramones, Regardless of like if you were born punk or whatnot, the Ramones is your first, and like watching rock and roll high school, and also like when I was young, I can remember like all like each Ramone like just starting to die. Like first it was Joey, and then it was Dee Dee, Johnny, and so on. And but yeah, them them dying was definitely and getting into them was my first like punk band. But like. Honestly, as far as music goes, I did not go the punk route at all. I, like, got into Kiss, Jimi Hendrix, The Monkees. And this is when you're, like, a little kid? Yeah, and then, but then, like, by the time I was, like, eight years old, uh, my mom (laughs) started taking me to shows and stuff, and she had her own band called The Jail Hags, and then we started having a punk house called The Jail House, and a lot of, like punks that have been around for a while used to go there and they can tell you stories of shit that happened there uh yeah so what was that like like being a kid eight-year-old kid living in a punk house you learn things really fast uh i like grew up with cockroaches in my house like (laughs) it's not and like no heat like except for electric heaters and uh no like warm water at all just like but it was it was like cool because now i know like know things for when i have my own house and i'm like living uh in dire straits you know do you think like so you feel like that like that it was basically pretty positive for you that like you can take it negative you can take it positive but i'll take it as positive because i had great times there uh Back then, I was just, like, known for just being a little kid, like, watching wrestling every day, um, spinning spitballs at punks at shows, and, like, working my mom's merch table and getting a lot of money for working the merch table, which was kind of funny. So they'd, like, lace you up with, like, like merch allowance or whatever, like, if you, like, did well at the merch Yeah, like, something yeah, I remember, like, there was a show at the Rotunda, and then, like, after I was, like, somewhat... After, like, Jail Hags played, and, like, there's, like, a couple bands after. It was, like, Philly Fest, so there's, like, a big bunch of show bands playing. Low budgets played, and, like... But, uh, yeah, after them, I would, like, be like, hey, can I take some money to go get some tacos real quick? <laughs> and, like, I was, like, eight years old by myself getting tacos. Punk out, like... So, like, what was it like 
like comparatively like did were you friends with other kids your age did you like were there you, wasn't many punks my age like yeah it'd be I mean, random but like girl. but like uh i was i was still a normal kid at school for the most part you know like i i was in a martial arts pro- program and we would like all like play football and shit like that like and, like, did kids from your school, are they, like, not allowed to come over your house? Or, like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I had some friends from, like, a while back who just knew, like, yeah, Keith is gonna be a punk when he grows up. And, like... Then there's, like, kids... Like, back in the day, not so much anymore, but, like, South Philly used to be very anti-punk. Like, you'd be, like, called faggot. You'd be called, uh, chicken head if you had, like, a mohawk or something. You know, like, it so it, it was funner back then because, like, uh, or more fun, I should say, because it wasn't, like, as, like, cute as it is now. Like, I get told, oh, your pants look nice or something like that. It's so like, yeah, I'm trying to piss everyone off. <laughs> right. It was still, like, effective as, like, an anti-society yeah, anti anti or whatever yeah. kind of thing as opposed to just being sort of trendy yeah. presently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that that's that's like pretty interesting. Did you like want, know that you wanted to play music at that age? Like, uh, I'd say like around the age of ten. I mean, yeah, sort of. Like, it was something like it was an option I sort of had in my mind. But I was like, oh, but I'm a like big movie buff, so I was like thinking about being a director. I was also like, I had a lot of different things that I wanted to be. Uh, but then it was just like, yeah. Music sounds cool. Uh, and what was your first sort of experience with playing music? Well, I picked up drums when I was really young. I mean, everyone, like, gets a flute or a recorder at school, but, like, as far as, like, at home, I picked up drums. And Was it, were there just, there were drums at your house? Cause... No, I just wanted to, like, uh, I thought it was just cool. Uh, that's it, like, everyone else who's, like, looks at something and they want to play that, you know, it's like, yeah. that looks cool. I want to do that. But then I got kind of bored, and I was like, I don't want to sit down anymore. I want to run around, like, <laughs> Pete Townsend, you know, jump up and, like, have fun. So, what, did, when did you start, like, like playing music with other people? I mean, like, here and there, Jan, but, like, I didn't really get in that many bands that often because there wasn't many people who were, like, my age and were trying to, like, actually be in a band in Philadelphia and then be young and do it, you know? There wasn't... There's not a lot of young punks. It's, like, me and McHenry, and now there's a lot sprouting up right now. Yeah, but, yeah, like, there's a lot of... There was just, there was just me and McHenry for a bunch of years, and... So, like, at, where, where'd you go to high school? I went to high school at Academy at Palumbo. Okay. On, uh, 11th and Catherine. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm vaguely familiar. I grew up in Philly too, but I grew up in Mount, yeah. Mount Airy. Okay. Um, but, uh, One of my best friends is from Mount Airy, so I go there a lot. Yeah, my parents still live there. It's like a... It's it's actually now two bus rides because of the fucking... Uh, the 23, yeah. I know. It's the yeah. saddest thing. I used to... I had like a bunch of friends who went to Gamp when I was in high school, and yeah. I used to like take the 23 like in yeah. the middle of the night, like all of the time It's just so down great. Here. It's a straight yeah. shot there and back. You know, it's like I, I actually like I got pretty sad <laughs> when I when I heard that they were cutting the twenty. I gotta walk all the way to yeah. like eleventh and market 
to catch the one going north. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> but um, but so like in high school, were you were you going to punk shows that like weren't related to your parents at that point? Like yeah. you know, I mean, uh, even before that, like when I was in eighth grade, like my dad likes seventy seven punk, right? Uh, and he likes to rock and roll and stuff like that. So like. Is he where the kiss came from? No, no, no. Kiss came from my mom. Okay. Uh, Like, I got Clash and uh, Rolling Stones more so from my dad. Okay. Uh, But, yeah, he's not really into street punk as much as I am. Uh, I I saw, like, Hate More and The Ghouls when I was younger, and, I don't know, I was just, like, hooked, Uh, and I still am. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty cool uh, music, you know? Yeah, yeah, I remember thinking Hayden were really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, like, you start, you started going to shows and you were just, like, what, like, still Eighth grade, sort of mascot, uh, yeah. mascot baby punk? Yeah, somewhat, like, definitely, like, you can see the, the size difference <laughs> uh, between me and everyone else. But it was just cool because then people would look out for me. You know, yeah. like, what's great about it is, like, you kind of get a family sense out of punk, like, that nothing else can give you, because when you're young, it's like, people will look out for you, you'll get into, like, the nice shows for free because you don't have money, you're just a fucking kid. Right. Uh, they'll hook it up for you, they'll give you, like, a shirt or something, be like, here, we want a little kid wearing our shirt. Right. Like, yeah, for sure. And... I don't know, Fish Flat, yeah, I was, like, really young and going to Fish Flat a lot, uh, and then Pariah went in, like, it was, like, my high school era, almost, <laughs> like, all through Pariah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. You're, you're, how and old And some people you? don't know that I'm, like, the age I, I was, they would be like, you look like you're 21 or something like that, and I'd be like, no, I'm, like, 16. Yeah. <laughs> <And I'm like, laughs> Before you hit the floor 
Just in morals is what you lack. So when did you start playing FTS? Uh, last year. Uh, actually, like, in a month or two will be, like, my year anniversary in the band. Uh, I was just, I literally got texted over, come to FTS practice, come hang out. Mm -hmm. Just simple, come hang out at Pariah, get drunk, smoke some weed. Yep. And got there, and they're, like, voting John Kay out. I'm like, what the fuck, I love this band. <laughs> and then I, like, go down and watch them play and they're like playing this new song that sounds like Motorhead and I'm like fuck this is awesome and then I was just like yeah that song's rad and then they're and then like Dustin's like Keith you should join the band I was like I would wish uh I don't think you guys want me in the band though and then like one thing led to another and yeah had you been in any band sort of seriously before FTS? I while I was like joining FTS I was already starting this band called The Problem with Billy Threat okay uh, and every time before then I would start a band and it would just like die Peter like out. yeah it would die like after right before the first show or right after the first show <laughs> and it was almost a joke and then I was like alright I'll join this established band because then like I can like put my own spin on it and you know and so what's that been like for you because you've been guys, like, like fat, on tour I like, like ever since like I joined the, the like the button fast forward was just pressed because everything's just going faster than I could ever expect it uh, musically and like actually uh, life wise because toured within like three months of being in the band uh, I've been booking shows for them uh, yeah like a lot of stuff that I've I haven't been aware to I'm picking up as I go along but I'm doing good <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. I want you to talk about the tour because it sounded raucous. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs> like, uh, like, what was that like for you? I mean, how old are you now, Keith? I'm 21 now. I just turned 21. Uh, like last week yeah, or something, right? Literally like a week ago, yeah. Well, wait, January 3rd? 13th. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm January second birthday. Capricorns. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a good, yeah. good strong month. <laughs> um, but, uh, but um, yeah, like what what was it what was it like? Sort of like going on tour like underage and like for like all you you guys were gone for what like six weeks or something like that. It's like, cool because like when you're in the band, they don't really suspect it, you know. But, like, sometimes my band will go to a bar and, like, hang out and I'd have to wait outside and play guitar, like, play my harmonica. <laughs> uh, but there wasn't, like, one... There's like, maybe, like, two moments throughout that, like, tour of a billion moments where it was, like, shitty. You know, like, everything was awesome about that tour. We all, like, most... For the most part, got along. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, so about Chaz, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, well, yeah. we, we had a great time, um, we went from, like, Philly to Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis, L.A., Denver, Texas, uh, back to St. Louis, and then home, basically. What do you think, and like, a the, lot more in between. the best, the best moment of the tour was for you? <sighs> okay, this is a great story, uh... 
the gas jug in incident. So <laughs> STS were like really broke punks. Were like the one, maybe one of the, we. There's probably like a top five brokest bands in Philly, and we're on that list. I hope. <laughs> uh, but we gas drug throughout our tours, which means I go when we're at a gas station. I go with a jug, and I ask people at the gas station for their gas for like, could you fill me up? And uh, we were in like somewhere in Michigan, and no one's filling me up. And like for like the past week. I've been doing good, like, and this is, like, something new to me, too. I've never done this <laughs> in my life. Uh, but they're making me do it because I'm the most clean cut out of all of them in the band, and Animal's yeah. black, so he can't really do it. <laughs> uh, and I'm doing good, but this day, I'm just doing bad for some reason. And then, like, I asked this one lady, and she's, like, gives me the, no, I'm deaf, like, type thing. Yeah. And... I'm like, all right, sorry I bothered you. Uh, and I go over to the opposite pump, not even facing her. She can't see with the words coming out of my mouth. You know, like, I'm not facing her at all. And I ask another person for their gas. And then she drives around. She, like, says, you know, you shouldn't be asking people for their gas. I was like, well, you're not fucking deaf. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What's more fucked up right now? <laughs> and then she drives off. And everyone's laughing, and I'm just, like, feeling so bad because, like, I'm not getting any money, and that lady just pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. So then I go inside, I'm like, I'm gonna shave, because I think I'll get some gas if I shave. I go, shave, uh, nice, clean, uh, and then, like, the first lady I ask, not only does she fill our tank up, but she gives us, like, a $20 bill, and I was just like, Fuck yeah. Everything just went from, like, zero to a hundred in, like, matter of minutes. Uh, just me shaving my face. <laughs> God, that's so, so yeah. funny. I mean, you do look pretty wholesome. Yeah, well, compared to everyone else. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's... And I look like... <laughs> I look like... Uh, the main thing I got from a lot of people when I was gas jogging... Some of them would be like, no, or they'd be like, yes, on this one same factor... You remind me of my son. And I'm just like, okay. I don't know why I'm getting both out of this. The best of both, but it was a great tour. Uh, you guys are going on tour again pretty soon, right? We're doing a lot of tours this year, and uh, we're doing, uh, we're playing, it's called Riot Fest in yeah. April with lower class brats. Uh, Peter and Test Two Babies, Bad Angrish, Agnostic Front, The Casualties, so many cool fucking bands. Uh, we're playing, our spot is so hilarious. We're playing right in between a crass poet and, uh, oh, and GBH is playing. Uh, G, their, their side band, the guitar side band. Okay. So we're like right in between those two <laughs> things. And I'm like, nice. I'm yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Either way, I'm, you have my attention because I have to be attentive. Him right there uh, but I'm pumped for that there's also a cool show in uh, Oklahoma we're playing with Violent Affair and our homies Rotten Stitches in, from uh, Atlanta so that's going to be a fun tour uh, yeah that's awesome I uh, got a show in Detroit I hooked it up with some guys in uh, Bad Assets they're pretty cool but I don't think they're playing but they're doing awesome. 
Especially your like variety yeah. show stuff, because I think like I don't. I actually haven't gone to one of them okay. yet, but I think like the. But every time I look at the lineups, I like get like stoked on it because yeah. I feel like you're like, you know, especially like at your age. But I guess it like makes sense given the context. But you're just so like willing to keep it sort of like Philly as opposed to like some like strict definition of a variety. Uh, yeah. Well, or- well, of like like it's just like you're you're like willing to sort of take risks on who's playing there in a way that seems like exciting to me just like the idea of not like I think that because Philly's got such like kind of a like overwhelming amount of music and art happening Mm -hmm. in it that there is like this sort of tribal unwillingness to Mm cross-pollinate like people like you know, like, even within the punks, there's, like, all of these, like, you know, segments of the punks that, that won't interact with each other and won't play shows yeah. with each other, and there's no crossover, even though, like, it's all happening here in the city yeah. at the same time. So, like, I think, like, you know, it's it's cool that you're sort of, like, bucking that, and it seems sort of intentional. So, I yeah, I wanted to talk to you about sort of your ideology behind that and, like... Okay, well, uh, 
Philly is just known for art, regardless of what type of art it is. Being music, uh, we're known for mosaics on like in the street. Yeah, you know, like there's so much art in Philly, it's almost too much to take sometimes. Uh, yeah, but a bunch of my friends do a lot of different music. Uh, for instance, like. Animal, the guy who played in FTS, is doing hip hop now. Yeah, and, it's awesome. <laughs> and that you know, I just I noticed there's like nobody. Everyone's doing the same shows. Like, how many times am I gonna see? And this was before I was in FTS. I came out up with this idea, and I was like, FTS, Glory Doll, and Charlie Few play like every day, <laughs> every week at Pariah, and it's like this is it's fun and all. Shows are great. Yeah. You guys are awesome bands, but I'm getting bored. Uh, I need something fresh. I need something new. And all these new bands are coming up, and they're all different. And, you know, uh, we got the Reclaimers, Dustin's uh, reggae band. Yeah. You have, uh, well, back then, the Dead Suits, who were really amazing. amazing. They were and they're so different. good. They're yeah. different. They're pushing, like, boundaries. And you, almost all my friends are doing different shit, but no one's, like, putting them together. They're only going their separate ways, which is just so dumb. And so, like... You could get bigger. Your bands could get bigger if you like cross pollinate, you know, with it with the scenes because uh, your fans might like my music and my fans like might like your music. You right, know? but it's not giving people who go to shows enough credit yeah. to like be able to like things that don't sound exactly yeah. like each and other. And if you don't like the music, you can easily just walk outside and talk shit on yeah. that band or, or talk or yeah. talk bullshit. You know, like everyone does at a show, like yeah. smoke a bowl or something. You know. Completely. But I, I'm also doing like it's not just music. Sometimes I like the last one. It ended, or did it, no? It almost ended with Kevin Minutes doing stand up. I heard that you had him do that. I think yeah, that's he wants great. to he wants to do an MC next one. Uh, I might let it happen. You should definitely <laughs> let it happen. That's yeah, like yeah. Kevin's strongest yeah. suit. It's yeah, like talking. talking shit. <laughs> 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 um, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just like, I saw an opportunity, I took it, uh, and a lot of people like it. Uh, I don't, there's a lot, of, a lot of people are just like, yeah, keep doing it. When's the next one? When's the next one? I, I've been slacking on it, but, uh, I think in March there'll be one. Uh, I am supposed to go on tour, but I think there'll be one. Yeah. I, I think I think that's like I don't know I think that's really great and I've like seen you on the like on the internet like defending Sheer Mag which I like like that oh you're doing that because everybody's they're, got like they're, a thing against Sheer Mag and I think they're like so good <laughs> like, I don't alright all my friends like Thin Lizzy and I'm like how can you not like the riffs that Sheer Mag makes like right. all of, I mean I can understand the, like Tina sounds like Michael Jackson yeah like little it's, Michael it's, it's a uh, valid valid criticism and her her effects are kind of weird to some people but it's like just listen to it you know it's not it's good it, it's like, like the way I would always describe Sheer Mag is you know when people say like they don't make music like that anymore. Well, Sheer Mag just is making, is music, making music like music. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, They're I making songs that just work. They're not t- putting too much into it uh, and, like, not too little, you know? Like, they're making right, they're songs just, like, work. good, like, well-crafted, like, pop yeah. songs, basically. Yeah. But it's, like, you know, it's, like... It's, but they still have a little edge to them, you know? Like, they're, yeah. not, they're not too soft. And yeah. They're not and they're, too they're, hard, you know? They're, they're where they should be. They're the middle. 
and I and they're obviously doing really well because of that. In yeah, general, it's like Coachella but, now. Yeah, it's like Philly's Philly's got some reluctance to like like them. Also, like me and uh, Animal were busking on uh, Hollywood Strip in uh, L.A. on tour, and someone walks by with a Sheer Mag shirt, and I see him all over the place, like Sheer Mag shirts. So I'm just like, nice shirt. Like we're from Philly. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm, like, hanging out next to, like, Samuel Jackson lookalikes, <laughs> and I think me and Animal got on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh, like, yeah? Yeah, for, like, a quick second. Hell yeah. I don't know if we actually got on, but uh, we did it in, like, a small little, like, name five things you like about yourself, and, like... Sick. It was just so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I bought my mom the, like, sheer bag demo, like, a couple years ago for cool. her birthday. Because, like, my parents are, like, like, I they, I grew up, like, going, my parents are, like, hard, Grateful Dead cool. hippie type people. Yeah, so, like, nice. I grew up going to, like, music festivals and, like, cool. dead shows and stuff when I was, like, a little kid. And, uh, so, like, I, you know, I get, like, I try and always, like, buy them, like, local stuff, like, cool. for yeah, for presents wise, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like, if I can and, like, knew that they would, like, cheer back. And they totally did. Like, my mom, like, loved it. But, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess, like, I like my parents enough to, like, them liking something doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> it's, like, something being accessible to, like, older yeah. people, like, is interesting to me. Because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. Like, I think that there's, like... There's, like, a couple ways that, you know, like, it's 2016. Like, it's hard to do something completely new. Yeah. Like, so either you can, or you can, like, combine things that have been done before, or you can do something that's been done before but executed it incredibly well. And And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect for that. Like, but... They're just straight up a good band. I can't really put any more to it than that. They're... So I guess I want to like like close by like asking you to talk about about Philly in general and your sort of experience here. Uh, like yeah. what, what's what's your like snapshot take on like like punk in Philly right now? Right now? Yeah. Oh man, you're making me say some things. <laughs> uh, I want you to say some things. This makes for good radio. Yeah. Uh, I think. The intent for Philly Punk is there. They, a lot of cool things are happening right now, but I feel like at least South Philly in general needs to. We need to come back together and we need to come back strong because. Losing Pariah was a hit. Yeah, Losing you know? Pariah was a hit, and there's like no house venue in South Philly right now, which is crazy to think of. It's really messed up. Yeah. Uh. It feels like West Philly's just one. Like mine? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I wanna, I wanna, ever since I saw Low Budgets uh, last month, I want to kind of put the hosh posh on the West Philly. Well, I think it's like got it's got to happen because it's not productive. It's not. It's not. And it's like, I don't know. It, it's The whole thing is bullshit. They know it's bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Get over it. We're punks. We can look past it. Well, and there's, like, a lot more points of agreement than there are points of contention when it really comes down to it. Like, it's just, like, like, you're arguing about ways to say things. You're not arguing about, like, core values, like, at all, you know? Yeah, you're, like, it's, like, okay, we like to make jokes, 
and you might not like those jokes, you know, like, um, there's a lot of people who don't like some of the shit I say, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it, you're not gonna stop me from saying it, we're in Philadelphia for Christ's sake, yeah. you know, uh, but, uh, as far as punk, like, even, for even saying if it's South Philly, it's like, my band XTS does not play GSF anymore, which is a fan favorite. Uh, we don't play it because no one's keeping it alive uh, and I mean I will say that there are great like artists that are coming out with stuff right now um, the new Pop Zero record is badass it's really good uh, we're writing new music too it sounds cool uh, who else is cool Dolts are really cool they're not from Philly but they come to Philly a lot I really like the Posers uh, I which, like the posers too. I'm supposed like to review too. that seven inch for cool. Ryan's thing uh, for the kids are united or oh, whatever, weird. but I haven't done it yet. I don't. <laughs> I, sometimes I disagree with them on their views, but I never like. I never like. I think get offended by their views. Good. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, that's it. it makes something know. to talk about, and it makes something to like. You get somewhere. I think. Like, I was listening to The Clash before I came here, and it's, like, the one thing about The Clash that I really love, and they're my favorite band, is that they make you question what, like, certain things, certain things about life, certain things about, like, politics, any, uh, punk, uh, just makes you question it, and, like, posers are doing that. They're making you question, like, a lot of things, and they get a bad rap for how they say things sometimes, and I think they could word it better personally, but I love them. They're my homies. Rory taught me how to play guitar. Uh, and that, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, like, what, what I think is interesting about them is that, like, because, like, I like, kind of agree with, like, a lot of the, the whole sort of, like, it's not, like, a, a fashion club. It's not, like, a uniform. Like, it's, you know, like, you're supposed to, like... Like, there's that band who kills Spiky Jacket. Right. That, who it's who like, are so I, self-aware, though, about yeah, the whole yeah, thing, you know? It's like, like... But some people take that seriously. And even... I think they're just pushing that joke so far, almost. <laughs> they're, they're the Andy Kaufman of punk rock. Yeah, and for sure. <laughs> hands down. And I wish I could say that self about, about me. Like... But they're they're doing it like they're they have one record where it has a like an actual skip on the record, just like Andy <laughs> Kaufman's like SNL skit where it's like or not SNL but it's like NBC skit where you like it just freezes for like ten minutes and you're supposed <laughs> to go up to your TV and smack it and think something's wrong but nothing's wrong that's just a that's just a program, yeah like they're awesome. Uh, they played uh, the Studs and Spike show that I booked. Yeah, That yeah. was pretty cool, too. Did you actually hold people to the 100 Spike count? I was really, <laughs> I was really fucking drunk. We had a festival that we played right beforehand, the Take This Bird and Shove Fest. Yeah. And we played, and we got there super late for when we were supposed to play. We rushed on stage, played a really great set with our new drummer, Milo, and he's fucking awesome. He's doing really good. That's uh, awesome. But... Yeah, and then, like, throughout the night, just spent, like, getting fucking wasted. And there's, like, free beers backstage. And, uh... I just... 
by the time that like after show happened, which Who Kills Spiky Jack and all the bands were playing, Moose Knuckle, uh, Ma- uh, Menudo Death Squad from Florida, and Legally Fucked and Distron, they all played for free, but we had to pay the like people. So there's some of those like nest kids that like they probably listen to punk, but they they're not punks. You know, yeah. they're definitely, they've just probably dropped out of college and because they live in college campus. But I, I, from what I hear is that, like, all the punks ruined any, uh, besides, not me, but every other <laughs> punk ruined, like, any chance of us having fun there ever again. Because I heard someone, like, <laughs> shit in their, like, air vent. I, 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 I heard that the other day. They, they, the person who like told me would not tell me who did it because and they're probably listening to this right now and like laughing their ass off and shitting their pants right now I'll find you uh, yeah we were all wasted and there's like I bought like four cases with Billy Threat just to like sell at the show and we made pretty good money and like gave the nest there cut and a case of beer and there's like full handle of whiskey by the end of the nights that no one really touched that I had to myself. <laughs> and like, yeah, Who Could Spike Jack was awesome. But that stud show, I tried asking people for like studs. Like, if they, if they didn't have any, I would make them pay. I was working the door, which was funny. And then like, <laughs> this guy comes up to me and is like, I live here. I'm like, uh, you're not the guy who I talked to though. And, and then. Uh, and I was like, well, you better go get him. And then he didn't. He was just like, you better get out of the way. And I was like, dude, there's like a bunch of punks around you. Uh, you're not going to push me out down the, these steps. So I'll let you go. But I'm not letting this happen again. And I was really fucking wasted, too. Uh, yeah, that, there's like one person without studs that I went by. But like... As far as, like, counting the 200 studs, I was just like, one, two, skip a few, whatever, go. You're a punk. (laughs) It was really, like, an elitist type of joke. And the thing was a joke at first. That's what people, like, I hope they understand. Is like, when I put that up, it was a joke. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, (laughs) it's a great joke. And everyone had fun there, you know? Uh, whoever shot in the air event had the best of time. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Philly is Philly. Uh, it'll 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 go up and then it's a roller coaster of a of a music scene. Uh, I don't know. I like uh, a lot of bands right now coming out of Philly. Uh, I heard Menace to Sobriety's back together. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, they're really cool. Uh, Distron is really dope. They're getting good every time I see them. They get more tighter. Yeah, I, I love watching Distron. I think like Will's like like great at front like yeah. fronting a band, and it's like I I remember. I mean, Doomboy's not a thing anymore, but I remember like the like a show that they were like both on, and like him and Khalil just like both being like crazy like baby frontmen, and I was like so yeah. excited by like the degree <laughs> of enthusiasm, and I was just like, this is like really positive. Like this feels yeah, like Khalil's crazy. Uh, like he's just he goes whenever he has a punk band. Like I saw him at DGB. I think you played that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and he was just like running back and forth, like just going crazy uh, he's like, off the walls. Khalil's like so great. Like yeah. uh, anyone who's listening Lyrically. to this, go back to like I think it's like episode like ten or something. I interviewed Khalil. But, and listen to, or if you can find anything online, uh, look up Khalil Ali, uh, or Dapper Slim Rappers. Yeah. Him and Animal. So really good. good. Animal's music video. <laughs> McHenry made that. That's, like, so good. Yeah. I, like, yeah. watched it, like, five times when he posted it on, because I just, like, love, like, all of, like, just, like, <laughs> like it's, like, so South Philly and all the, like, yeah. it's, like... That and like you know what really touched my heart about that video is like he goes up and he's walking up to Zaya's house and he like he just like slaps the back of our like van our tour van yeah I was like oh buddy is that's like such a great video I mean yeah. I'll post a link to it in the show yeah. notes but yeah so I think this is pretty good yeah um uh bye everyone thank uh, you for dealing keep this. rocking in the free world yeah the free world. songs played in this episode a list of music that keith thinks that you should listen to and also a link to keith's next event that he's booked a variety one of those variety show events in protest of bill number uh one six zero zero one six um if you guys haven't heard about this this is currently in city council their politicians seem to be back backpedaling pretty pretty hard on this since there was a massive public outcry but it's you know summed up a bill that would basically require anyone who performs as a musician in some way or a dj to register with the city and basically cops get to vet your events um so I mean, that's obviously totalitarian and ridiculous, and it's cool that he's doing something about it. Um, now my recommendations. Okay, but let me digress for, for a second. I've been doing this podcast for just over a year now, and I want to thank you freaks for sticking with me. 
I started doing this in summer of 2014, not recording it, but started sort of conceiving of it as an idea, um, because I broke up with my, with a serious boyfriend, and we had been basically only listening to the music that he listened to, which was basically only pop punk and hardcore and I felt like I hadn't really grown in my taste for anything over the three years that we've been dating so I started asking my friends for lists of stuff that I should listen to people who I knew listened to different stuff than me and but I respected their taste and the lists were great and I made this massive playlist and I just sort of walked around listening to stuff that I hadn't heard before and I was talking to my dad about it and he he told me to uh, to make a blog about it. And instead of making a blog about it, I you know, was also listening to a lot of podcasts at the time, and I decided that it would be better to explain why these people's opinions mattered than just posting their lists. But it's grown into way more than that. Um, it's been a really unique and awesome, awesome opportunity to get to talk to so many people that I love and that I respect about the art that made them want to do what they do. I think there's a really nice symmetry to the fact that my second interview posted a year ago was with Will Scabies, who's also an FDS. Uh, maybe someday I'll get to do the to interview the whole band at once. Um, so in honor of my year anniversary, I'm going to recommend art by people that I've interviewed in this last year. Um, so first off, I want to recommend a video called Moving In on Daddy that Eureka Cash and Rachel Slur from episode one, Gigi Lohan, Born at the Mall, made this fall. Um, it's fucking incredible. I'm really not going to attempt to describe it for you, but I'll post the link. Um, secondly, one of the songs I played in my interview um, with Owen Mercurio, episode 32, I'm Not Writing My Own Fucking Yelp Review. Um, this song is called Strange, and it really stuck with me hard. Um, I was in a freshly single summertime haze and spent a lot of time walking crazy distances across the city and playing that song over and over again on my headphones. Um, if you don't listen to that episode, or at the very least, if you didn't listen to that episode, or at the very least this song, go do it now. Um, Owen is an incredibly articulate person, and that's especially visible in the lyrics to the song, which are just painfully descriptive of a familiar feeling um you should listen to that lastly i want to recommend this excerpt from didn't take much a tape that gabby lasanzi from episode 22 a dairy queen blizzard of hardcore and alienation put out this september on alien passengers um gabby's been really prolific this past year and i think that this recording is a pretty good example of what she's been doing with herself using sort of extended experiential field recordings. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, until next week, I'm Rosie, and this has been another episode of Chase Vampire.